Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 127 of Psychotic and Iconic, powered by Playmaker, brought to you by Prize Picks, daily fantasy made easy. Thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream tonight. Paul's here along with my co host Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Uh, if you're tu- tuned in on Facebook or YouTube, please share the stream. We are also available on propshq.com. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. As always, if you're sitting at home with a dusty-ass shirt, <laughs> slide in our DMs for some fantastic fabric. No we got cap. everything you want. Tanks, hoodies, long sleeves. Nick gives it a long. And we got and we got T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how you want to start this pod? I like yeah, it. Yeah, bro, like I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm right energized. How was your weekend? Uh, eventful. I'll say that. It was fun. I had a good time. Went to the Christmas Village with uh, Alyssa. You didn't hit my jack all weekend. I was kind of upset. Well, yeah, I'll talk I, about that. I, yeah, I, I feel like you have like an underlining beef with me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, I've been trying to decipher it for a long, little while now. Yeah, but... we got on FaceTime earlier. We hashed it out like a couple of grownups. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure what happened. It might have been due to lack, uh, you know, lack communication or whatnot. But we got to communicate man. better. We do. We do. Yeah. I, we're too good for that. Man. I know. Phil, how was your weekend? It was good, man. I had a wedding on Sunday. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I was dressed like, you know, looked like I was going to a fucking funeral in all black. But... <laughs> Did you get down? I got down. Yeah, you was getting groovy on the dance floor? Oh, real shit. You cut up the If tile. you don't have more fun after the wedding, I feel sorry for you. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Oh, oh, that's a good discussion. Should you have more fun during the wedding or after? Well, during the wedding, no, no, no. You got, well, here's the thing. The DJ. I'm just saying. The DJ makes the wedding. Shout out Joey Vespi, the Best DJ in South Jersey, maybe in the world, to be honest. Yeah, he's, he's um, so I want to say that, but you need to have a good DJ at the wedding. I mean, I have fun after too, obviously. What's what, what's the better part for you? Probably, probably uh, I would say after. <laughs> I'll be respectful and say during because yeah. I don't want to be disrespectful <laughs> to anybody's wedding, but afterwards is heat. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the cones are stuffed. Oh, you are lights are dim, candles are lit. Yeah, you know no how it goes. It. All right. His earrings, no, you're, you're, you're rocking, bro. It's it's a rock. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? All right, let's get into it now. <laughs> we are starting off the show. Eagles versus Giants. Eagles smacked them 48 to 22. Tell me a little bit. What'd you see? Uh, that you were right. You said the, the, the Giants cannot score with the Eagles. This game was going to be a blowout. So credit the Pauls on that one for saying this game wasn't going to be close. I was under the impression that the Giants would keep it close due to division game. 
Uh, but they are really – they're not in the Eagles League at all. its I, I don't think anybody is. Uh, it looks like they're playing a high school team. It, it just – they were completely outmatched. And I, I just – I don't think the Giants are that good. I, I, I personally – I've seen the Giants when they lost – when they started off really hot, they started to fall fall off. But as soon as they started to fall off, I knew it was over for them. But you know what's funny? He's not sustainable with Daniel Jones. He, you know what you're going to get. He's not going to win you the Super Bowl, bro. Like You know how uh, – you know what's funny? Everybody was talking about Brian Dable in the beginning when they were 6-1, yeah. and myself included. But I, they they were no match for the Eagles. But here's the thing, too, that I think is being missed a little bit. They weren't even a match in the coaching scale. Mm-mm. The gap between Nick Sirianni and Brian Dable was on full display. And I think that it's a little bit underrated the leap that Nick Sirianni took. Like no. when he started talking about the flower pot and the roots and stuff, and we were laughing at him and clowning him on this show. Um, that's when they kind of figured it out. And last year when they were nine and eight, Jalen Hurts looked okay amongst all the turmoil that they were coming off of with the Carson Wentz shit. Like you look back now and it's like, okay, he can coach a little bit. And then you see the explosion this year. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, like Jeffrey Lurie, Jeffrey Lurie made the right coaching hire. He yep. found him at the perfect time. Because Nick Sirianni's legit and he's the coach of the year. And I don't think it's I don't honestly, I don't think it's close. You know, I, I'm actually having a hard time battling between what's the best Eagles unit, their offense or their defense? Because their defense is quietly, I, I think it's the best in football. I would say you the could Niners. say you could say San Fran. I think a lot of people are gonna say San Fran, but the Eagles are number one in interceptions and takeaways, right? And they're the number one team in sacks. Sacks. So I understand the Niners and they have great uh, linebackers. They got fantastic uh, defensive ends. They, they, you know, they get after the quarterback. But the Eagles are kind of slightly overrated in, the, in that department as well. So I think the Eagles defense needs to get a little bit more love than it has been getting. I think Jalen Hurts has been – he's bloomed into this great quarterback coming from last year to now where I feel like it takes attention away from the defense. So, I I agree because the the thing is the Eagles are putting up 30 and 40 points at will. Right. Um, that's a really good point. Um, I would say that – I would say the offense is better, um, but the Eagles can beat you in many different ways defense offense on the ground passing special teams special teams and then you have to remember because jake elliott's a good kicker and then the thing is too is like you have darius slay bradbury was a huge pickup bradbury's going to get a contract next year i don't know if it's going to be with the eagles but he's getting himself a contract next year and then you got cj gardner from the saints like their defense is loaded it depends on the deal i i would probably bring back bradbury because i would too absolutely here's my here's my here's my thing it's that the the league is in a passing league. So if you have good corners and yep. you have good defensive line, you could be anybody. And Nick, you're going to cause problems with any team in the league. You know what else is something that's underrated too? Maddox and Epps are awesome. Yeah, they're 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 great. They're great players. They're excellent. They, they three play and their four. role perfectly. Yeah, they are really good too. And sometimes I feel like it gets glossed over about them because you have Slay, who is a shutdown corner, and you have Bradbury, who I wouldn't say is a shutdown. But Bradbury can, Bradbury can lock up. Is A.J. Brown a top five wide receiver? This season? Absolutely. Is he in the league? In the league, no. But I but do. <sighs> what about A.J. Brown that gets disrespected and he does? he's not put along with Jamar Chase's? Because I can make a case. I would take A.J. Brown over Jamar Chase. I can make a case. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Right? I yep. mean, because Jamar Chase had one good year. This yep. year, he's been, he's been good. But... You know, he started off slow. Let me ask you something real fast. Jamar Chase is, in a sense, big play dependent. 
Um, like I don't. I feel like Jamar Chase's year last year for fantasy and from the yard rack up, he was taking ten yard passes to the house. Sure. So no, I don't want to say like that. Not that he, not that he just relies on that because Jamar Chase is awesome, and I would say that this year AJ Brown's been better. But I would say coming into the season, you would say the top five wide receivers would be Tyree Kill. No, no order. Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, Cup. Stephon Diggs, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams. I think those are your five. Not mad about it. No, I think those are your five. Put them in any order you want. You can make the argument Diggs is the number one receiver. Um, then I would say six, seven, and eight, you're looking at A.J. Brown, Jamar Chase. Well, I don't think A.J. Brown was as high. In the no, I didn't as... have. I did not have him as a top 10. I had him at 11 either. or 12. Um, and you had Deontay Johnson. Yeah, I did. Now, the thing is... <laughs> The thing is, though, is that with A.J. Brown also is that Devontae Smith is like a 1B. Well, our audience thinks A.J. Brown is the top five, definitely top five. This year, absolutely. The Godfather says A.J. Brown is the top five wide receiver. Dave says A.J. is definitely top five. So definitely, which means they think it's concrete. Yeah, concrete. Um, I do this year. There's not really much you can say about why AJ Brown isn't a top five wide receiver. Look at his numbers. I think he has 10 passing touchdowns. Too. And, and to me, the numbers are great, right? Like that is, that is the ultimate thing when you talk about wide receivers and I totally get it. But I think the most underrated aspect of AJ Brown is the presence of that offense. Absolutely. In there. Like it opens up everything for the Eagles, everything, the running game, um, you know, Devonte Smith, Quez Watkins, like it opens up other players around him to get space. It opens up the quarterback as well. Absolutely. So like his presence is super underrated. And I just, I feel like to be a top five guy, you got to have that impact on an offense and he has that impact. He does. So that's where I'm, I'm questioning. Where's the love? Yeah. Like where's the AJ Brown love? You know what I mean? Yep. Like when we're talking about the other guys, the, it should be the same. The thing is though, is like with the Eagles, the Eagles have not gotten respect all year. And it's like, they are just now you have teams. Like I saw like Colin Cowherd had him ranked as one, um, you know, Nick Wright, I think had them at like three or four. And like, I laugh at that What the Eagles. Yeah. Cause the ranking as, as a team. Yeah. And like, I laugh like best team at uh, top 10 teams in the league. So let me ask you a question. So piggyback off that, not to, not to cut you yeah, off. Go ahead. Why do you think that what that the Eagles are never mentioned as the best team? Because I think it, I think the fact there's a few reasons. Number one, you have Patrick Mahomes who has been pretty dominant with losing Tyreek Hill. So I think that that right there automatically gives a narrative. Then I think the the love fest of Josh Allen. And then I just like, for me, nobody believed in Hurts before the year. And the improvement that Hurts made mm -hmm. has been otherworldly. It's been so big that I don't think people have actually wrapped their head around it. And because you had people saying like the Eagles, the Eagles year was contingent upon Jalen Hurts taking that leap. And he's more than taking that leap. He's the MVP. But I said this last year, too. I didn't necessarily think last year it was so much that a, that Jalen Hurts had a noodle arm. I thought it was more about timing because the problem was is that the ball wasn't getting there. And I the ball wasn't getting there on deep throws, intermediate. And I, I, I kept saying, I think it's the fucking timing. I don't think it's that is that he has a noodle arm. He doesn't have the strongest arm in the game, but the timing now he's hitting players in stride, and that it, it's different. But you can see he put the work in on the offseason. Oh, absolutely! Like the, it the, shows. Like I said, the Eagles with ha with Jalen Hurts taking that leap, the Eagles now, like they can be seriously good. Like, I, like I hate to say the word dynasty, but with two first round picks next year, 
and the Saints stink, so that's going to be a top 10 pick, and two seconds next year, and you own your first next year too, if you hit on a couple of those draft picks, I mean, you're going to ha- you're going to be loaded. You have A.J. Brown locked up. Jalen Hurts is going to get locked up. You have Devontae Smith on his rookie deal. You have the best offensive line in football. Miles Sanders has a 1,000-yard season. You have Boston Scott, the giant killer. You know, like, I, I just... The Eagles are in good shape. You have Nick Sirianni, who looks like a top 10 coach. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's now the betting favorite for coach of the year. He makes adjustments. He does. They're a good team. And I just like, I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFL. I think it's clear cut. And I think that Jalen Hurts is the MVP. And I don't see how, I don't see the argument against it. Because here's the thing. If this was Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts blowing teams out and dominating like this, they're the best quarterbacks in the league. They're the best ever. Look what they're doing with their team. But that's not the same love for Jalen Hurts. See, I'm happy you mentioned uh, Mahomes when we talk about Hurts because um, I feel the same way. Like, I feel like if Jalen Hurts would have put up a Patrick Mahomes game, three touchdown passes, but had three interceptions, you would hear the you would hear the rumblings. Oh, my God, you know, you know, Hurts, he, he, you know, he threw three picks. That's concerning, blah, blah, blah. But – we don't ever say that about Patrick Mahomes. When like like when Mahomes throws interceptions, it almost kind of gets ignored. Yeah, they don't. It, it never and, counts. And, against and that's them. what I hate. Like I I understand what you're saying about the Josh Allen love fest, but I also feel the same thing about Patrick Mahomes yep. too. Like you know, I, I just it's just one of those things where he could do no wrong. Yep. He could he could throw the most craziest interception where the guy was sitting right there and he threw it right to him and nobody will talk about Patrick Mahomes. That's because the throw that he made to Jarek McKinnon because it was flashy overlooks everything. And it was amazing. That was an amazing That's play. A, it's a cool play. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. That's athletic but play. You are 100% right. Is that, and I don't know if it's because he's won a Super Bowl or he's been an MVP and everything like that, but he gets pass after pass when like you had three touchdowns and three interceptions. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you had three interceptions because if that was Jalen Hurts that had three touchdowns and three interceptions, every single Chiefs fan and Patrick Mahomes fan and everyone that's an Eagles hater would say that that's why he's not the MVP. And then and here comes the decline of the Eagles. Yep. Hurts is going to be the reason why the Eagles lose. That's, that would be the narrative. The Eagles have never had this whole season or Jalen Hurts have had a lull. They've never been bad through a few games. They had a rough patch when they lost to the uh, the Commanders, mm-hmm. and then they played poorly against the Colts, and then they revved it back up and smacked the Titans, smacked the Packers, smacked the Giants. And it's like the beginning of the year when Josh Allen dominated the Rams, and then he dominated the Titans. Everybody, oh, they're going to the Super Bowl, MVP, blah, blah, six touchdowns, no interceptions, here we go. But that's never been the case for Jalen Hurts, and I don't understand it. I don't get it. It can't. If somebody could just make it make sense to me, I'll shut up. But until then, I need to know why. It's I I, I it might be coming down to because Mahomes won the Super Bowl. I, I think would. it is that, and that's fine. That's fair. He won the bowl. You know, he's able to make mistakes. Everybody's able to make mistakes, right? But when he does it, it just completely gets ignored, and that's where I have a problem with. Yep. But hurts. You know, he threw 200 yards, had one touchdown, but he won the football game. Dude, he has 20 like, touchdown passes and 30 and three interceptions. But, I mean, that's a good season. Like, that's that's a good season. Like, and, and I, you know, I was arguing with somebody in the comments when I put up the Jalen Hurts uh, video of him being the MVP. Which uh, social media? I didn't even see that. Uh, this was on this was on YouTube. Did you dig him out? Of course oh, I did. Okay. He said right. Patrick Mahomes was the MVP, and I said, well. State your case, and he stated that he was he 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 stated passing passing numbers right. He said Mahomes has 400 more passing yards, right? Which or I'm sorry, he's got 900 more passing yards, 
and he has uh, 11 more touchdowns. Mm -hmm. But I can argue, okay, that's great. But Mahomes also has 11 interceptions versus Jalen Hurts, who has three. 22 and three, 22 touchdowns and three interceptions is a much better ratio than 33-11, right? However, so then I go down. All right, that's cool. Mahomes hasn't been passing yards, touchdown passes. That's all great and dandy. Maybe QBR, the rating, I get it. However, when I look at the rushing, because we got to take that into account because that's the style of quarterback he is. Mm -hmm. You have to take a rushing into account when you you know, evaluate quarterbacks these days. It's just what it is, right? So Hertz has 686 rushing yards, 10 touchdowns, and Mahomes has 280 yards and two touchdowns. So I think, like, it kind of makes up for the passing deficiency versus Mahomes, but that's not Hertz's style. Hertz can beat you with his arm, but he can also beat you with his feet. He's more dangerous, in my opinion, on his feet. Of course. In my opinion. Like, a lot of people could say, you know, he had the arm – and 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 his running ability can be kind of equal, but I see his him being so successful is due to the threat of him going out, you know, go, you know, getting outside the pocket, running for twenty yards. Like that's hard to defend. Yeah, and I think like to me when I'm defending a quarterback like that, that's more nightmarish than Patrick Mahomes. And, and, and it, it sounds crazy, it does because Mahomes can make any play on the field. But when you have a dual threat quarterback that could do it all, like a run, can pass, and it has weapons around him, that's going to keep me up at night. You know what's funny? I always talk about Lamar Jackson. I'm a Lamar Jackson fan. I am on record saying that in a close game late, I would take Lamar Jackson over Josh Allen. I don't care what anybody says. That's just my personal opinion, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. But my point is, is that you can make the argument that right now Jalen Hurts is just as good as a passer as Lamar Jackson. Uh, if not better. Correct. So that's my point is that, but Lamar ran crazy, won an MVP and it blew up. Now, look, that team is terrible. I will defend Lamar Jackson on that. He is playing with a B team at wide receiver and running back because they're always hurt. But I'm just saying that the Jalen Hurts is passing inability, quote unquote, it, it got blown out of proportion. See, I'm not a Lamar guy. And I, I don't want to make this a Lamar discussion, but from 2019, He's regressed as a passer based on numbers, mm -hmm. yeah, right? Passing in 2019, he had 36 touchdowns. 2020, he had 26. That's hard to judge. 2021, he had 16. 2022, he had 17. I'm talking about passing. Running ability, Lamar Jackson is as good as anybody in football. Yep. I am never going to decline that. But where my beef is with Lamar is I want to see that, that Jalen Hurts leap. Like Jalen Hurts, you notice a difference. Between last season and this season. It's two different quarterbacks. It is two different quarterbacks. And the Eagles are two different teams because of it. Yep. My thing with Lamar, and I don't want to make this discussion about Lamar, like I said, but I think Jalen Hurts deserves a lot more respect. I mean, you could definitely put him in the argument with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he doesn't have an MVP, but he could. This He's going to have an MVP in he about could. four weeks. And so, it now, so now what? So now people think Lamar is still better than Hurts? How can you say that? He has an MVP, just the same as Lamar. We're going to talk about this and a little later. He's ascending. That's what you want to see in a quarterback. When your quarterback is ascending year after year and not like stagnant at 3,000 passing yards or just below it and not getting, you know, uh, uh, consistency in touchdown passes. I understand the state of the team with, with the Ravens, but you got to be better than that. If you want $50 million a, a year, you got to be elevating your game. 
That's where I am at with Lamar Jackson. And that's exactly why I don't trust him in the playoffs. I do not trust him because you got to be able to make the key throws to win the tight ball games in, 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 in the playoffs. One funny, uh, one thing before we switch our, uh, before we switch to the next game, before the season started, do you remember the quarterback, a quarterback that I hate? I, I feel really bad for what happened to him last night. We're going to talk about it a little bit later. Um, but the quarterback that I'm not too fond of because I think he gets too much love mm -hmm. for not being good enough, Kyler Murray. I said last year, Jalen Hurts to me looks like a better quarterback than Kyler Murray. And this year, so far, I'm right. Jalen Hurts is better than Kyler Murray. I don't see an argument. So those are, but but again, if I'm sure if you go ask 28 GMs, oh no, Kyler Murray. But again, it's like, why is Jalen Hurts not getting the love and respect? I disagree. Maybe not now. I disagree. Because Kyler really struggled this year. And now that he's hurt, his stock goes a lot. We're going to talk about him in a little bit. So we will. That. We will. Uh, Phil, give well, us I, I know what you're talking about. You're going by the style. Correct. It's style. a very similar style. It's just, you know, where's the love? Where is the love? Because all I hear is doubt, doubt, doubt about Jalen Hurts. Can he keep this up? Oh, it's this. It's that. It's this. It's that. It's just like, can't you appreciate what the guy's done? I mean, where is it's the love? rare. It is rare to see yeah. a quarterback make that big of a leap. Like he's not a Joe Burrow, a Mahomes, a Allen, a, a Manning, a Brady talent. He's not. But he made one of those crazy leaps. And I know a lot of it is predicated on having A.J. Brown. You need a wide receiver. You need that. That's why I said Justin Fields and the Bears. They got to get him a fucking wide receiver. You have to get him that. The young quarterbacks pop when they get one. Sure. Dak did it. Tua did it. Josh Allen did it. Mm -hmm. So when you see that, um, but it's just like when I see it, I'm like, man, it's so frustrating because it's not right. And the leap that he made made is a testament to his work mm -hmm. ethic, and he should be commended for it. He shouldn't be, you know, he shouldn't be more ridiculed than he was. Like, accept it for what it is. He made a huge fucking leap and put the Eagles in a in a great position moving forward. Well, I'm gonna say this: if the Eagles don't make the Super Bowl, it's the biggest disappointment. It's a huge disappointment. They are by far the best team in the NFL, and it's not even close. They're the best team in the NFC, and it's not even close. I agree. And if you want to say the Niners, go ahead. Let me see Brock Purdy take his ass to Philly. In an NFC championship. In an game. NFC championship game in the freezing cold. Yeah. Good fucking luck. We will, we will fucking destroy The them. Eagles would beat them. Yeah. In, in Philly. I, I, I'm not even worried about the Niners because of Jimmy G injury. I feel yeah. like that, that hurt them. And now Debo. Yeah. We don't know the status of him. He, I, I heard it's going to be a couple weeks, three weeks. Yep. But And he'll be ready for the playoffs, but they're not beating the Eagles. Nobody's beating the Eagles. It would be a massive dis uh, uh, disappointment if the Eagles do not reach the Super Bowl. I would say play. I would pull it back a little bit. They need to make the conference championship. No, I, they have to. But I like that. I like that. I like I, it. I, I think it's Super Bowl or nothing. Because when you're dominant and you're 12-1 and one and you're whipping teams' asses, and you are taking control. You, this is a Super Bowl run. I mean, look at the look at the NFC. The Bucks stink. The Packers stink. Um, a lot of teams stink. The only good teams I can say in the NFC are the Cowboys and the Niners. And the, and the Niners has lost their quarterback. And the Vikings. And you could say the Vikings, but I don't think the Vikings can fuck with the. Eagles. And I'll tell you what: the only team out of those three, and I hate to say this. The it's only Dallas. team that could beat the Eagles in Philly is Dallas because of their pass rush. And I, I totally get yeah. it. their defense is really good. Yeah, but they're not beating the Eagles. The Eagles are a much better team. And this is this is this is their year. This and Jalen Hurts to be, is getting better. This has to be their year. Like this would be a massive We're coming. accomplishment for Jalen Hurts in his first year. Give him confidence. 
And I, I just I love the Eagles here uh, moving forward. I think they're the, they're by and far the best team in the NFL, and it's not close, man. And Jalen Hurts is the MVP, and to me, it's not close. And Nick Sirianni is the coach of the year. It's really not close to me. And that's that's FR, FR. Yeah, and so I I I, I love Hurts. I I I've grew to be a, a huge fan of his. Uh, I supported him in the offseason. I always said the Eagles should give him a chance. But, you know, there's there's certain things and qualities that he has that you just can't teach. Leadership, heart, um, just the the, the just the, the mental focus of wanting to be, you know wanting to get better for his teammates um just 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 supporting his teammates you could tell they rally around him like that is certain things that you just can't teach nope and to Comes be 12 to be 12 and one to be by and far the best team in the NFL and to get that loss off to just just a, just that one little blemish on the record that can actually elevate a team absolutely a absolutely because they already tasted you know the a, a failure they tasted failures, bro, and and you need that as a team to grow. Yeah, and and that to me was the biggest. That's a positive that they lost for sure. Because now, if you if you talk about the undefeated season, it becomes a distraction, and you do not want that as for a young quarterback um, heading into the postseason. So I love the Eagles' position here. Love that. Go off, King Philly Phil. Give me something real fast while we switch to uh, whatever. I'm I came here to fucking pod. That's what the fuck I do. You man. got great bites back Every in your veins. Tuesday and Thursday, I yeah, I'm <laughs> back, bro. I am back, yo. That's the title, yo. Great bites. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I came here to pod, man. All right, guys. Now we are moving on. We are talking about the 49ers busting the Bucks wide open, 35 to seven. You, you switched up on me. Why? I thought we had the Lions next. Oh, we did. My bad. My bad. We are. We, let's do the Bucks real fast. And we'll go we'll to do the Bucks. We'll do the Bucks. Let's get them out of the way because they're yeah. hot garbage. Yeah, but, yeah. Okay. I need answers. I Me need too. answers, Nick. I do too. Thirty-five to seven. No touchdowns. Two interceptions for Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Um, or was it one interception? Two. It was two. two. two, two really, 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 really poor decisions. So I'm confused here because this season, Tom Brady has now lost to Mitchell Trubisky. An XFL quarterback mm -hmm. and the last pick in the draft. Mm -hmm. Now there's reports coming out saying that he has a players only meeting the night before games where he tweaks the game plan to his liking. Also concerning because that tells me, even though I've been saying this, that he has no faith in that in Todd Bowles because Todd stinks. But my thing is, is I don't think he should be doing that. But at that point, if he doesn't trust them, what's going on? So I think the the Buccaneers, I can't even believe I'm saying this with a Tom Brady-led team. The Buccaneers right now look like the team in the playoffs that every NFC team would like to play in the first round. Like, because here's the thing. Can't disagree with the that. The Eagles or the Cowboys are going to be the fifth seed, most likely the Cowboys. So they're going to get the winner of the NFC South. It will be the Cowboys. So they're going to get the winner of the NFC South. It could be the Panthers. Could be. It could be the Falcons, Falcons or it could be the Bucs. I think without a doubt the the Cowboys win that game, no matter who it is. Yeah, yeah, I I, I don't disagree unless the Bucks can catch somewhat fire. I just don't see it. I've been waiting for it all season long, and again they just shoot themselves in the foot. It was seven zero. Brady throws a sixty eight yard touchdown strike to Mike Evans, where they've been struggling to get big plays, explosive plays to get points on the board, and then sure enough, what do you know? A holding penalty on Donovan Smith to negate that. Now it's 7-0. The Bucs are punting. And then now here comes the Niners. They answer. It's 14-0. And now you're in a spiral. Now you completely negated the, the running game. You can't run anyway. So now you become a predictable offense. You become 
Shotgun, we're going to pass. They, Nick. It's predictable. You got to be unpredictable. They stink, bro. Like, I, 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 I genuinely, like, I don't understand it because here's the thing. I always said, like, I said this last week. I always laugh because Tom Brady, the ball always bounces his way. Like, the Rams game, Super Bowls, like, the ball just seems to bounce his way. Penalties, it always does. But when I see him this year, and I just, like, I watch the game sometimes in disbelief. Because I'm like, how is an offense led by him this, like, what's, like, inept? Inept. Like, they just look, there is nothing there. There's nothing there. It's, it's, there's no, uh, there's no juice. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, like, what, what do the Buccaneers do well on offense? Um, Heavy up. (laughs) That's it. But the problem is you'll tire out your defense. You'll be tired after the first quarter. I, I do definitely think they should mix it up and they should sprinkle that in there, but you can't fall behind 21-0 or 28-0 on the road. You're never going to win. Yeah. I'm sorry. You got to put points on the board. But again, it comes back to the first drive. I feel like if the Bucks score there, 7-7, I'm starting to think that we're getting a different game. I'm starting to think we're going to get a different game. I think momentum was starting to shift. You know, that matters in football. When, when, you, get, when you lose seven points and you punt, and then the other team gets a touchdown and you're down 14-0 instead of tied 7-7 on the road, that is a completely different ball game. You're never going to win. It's demoralizing. It's it, it's demoralizing and you're out of it. At that point, like, again, it kind of brings me back to the Panthers game when Evans dropped that ball. That's a touchdown. That, that would be 7-0. Carolina's like, fuck, we're just here going through the motions. But you gave them life, and they got back in the game, and they beat them because yep. you gave them confidence. And that's kind of how I feel with the Bucs. It's like they're missing that confidence, that swagger. They have no swagger. They have no juice. They are completely disarray. And I'm going to say this right here, and I'm going to be honest with you. Ain't no way in hell Tampa, uh, Tom Brady's coming back to Tampa Bay. I don't give a fuck what you say. I don't care. He is not coming back to the Buccaneers. That is for sure. Do the Bucs stink? The Bucks stink. I, 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 it's not the talent. It's more or less the coaching. I, I, I Nick, have, have, I'm being serious when I say this. I'm not even trying and to toot my own horn. How I, I've been saying this since what week five? It's the literally coaching. since week five where I'm like, it is it like I was saying before? Is it Tom or is it Todd? And then I was watching it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, Brady has made some bad throws, but now in his been, defense, been, no, he's been really, really bad. Nick, I mean, like, but in his defense, terrible. He's not in rhythm. Matt, so it's hard to do that, and you got to be in rhythm. So my thing is, is like I go back to it. Okay. <laughs> like with, it, d- he's not in rhythm because the offense is is just oh, it's God, terrible. <laughs> the Fast. offense is so bad, and I just like you have Godwin Evans. You know, I I, I don't understand it, man. Whatever's left of Julio Jones, and they just can't get it together. And I, I'm serious, man. If they play Dallas in the first round, Dallas is gonna bust them up. Uh, I'm not going to go that far yet because that's four weeks down the road. But at what, what it's looking like right now is that the Bucks, they are looking like they are going to win the division. However, it is not a lock. Not a lock by any means. They play the Bengals. They play the Cardinals. However, the Cardinals are going to be without Kyler Murray. They're going to play against Colt McCoy. Um, it's going to be Christmas. It's going to be in Arizona. That's the bad spot for them. But then they play the Panthers and they finish off with the Falcons. They have to win the last two. They have to. If they don't win the last two, they're done. 
If they yeah. lose one of those games, they're in trouble. Yep. So my thing is, it's like, when do you catch fire? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't see that here. I, I feel like this is going to be one of those measly teams that maybe sneaks in the playoffs and they're just going to be. A Do you think the out. Bucks win the NFC South? I can confidently, I, I can confidently say I'm not confident in that. I'm I not confident. In that. I think they win the NFC South. I think they do, but I'm not 100% confident, and I'm being dead-ass honest. Like, dude, you can't score seven points a week and expect to win. It's just not going to happen. Not when your defense is getting shredded. They struggle to score 14 points, bro. Like, it's, they, I, I can't even believe I'm saying that. I can't believe. Brady I just don't squad. understand it. I, I don't get because it. Because I actually, like, I genuinely don't believe. I don't think it's over for them. I don't think it's I over. I don't think so either, Mike. And, and I know that's a big discussion. Uh, around the league and around Twitter and cool, you know, they like to pinpoint things about Tom Brady's drop off. Yeah. I think the dude could play. I think he still has it. I think he's got the physical um, attributes to still play in his league. I just think he needs something perfect around him. Like he, he can't, he can't be the Tom Brady to elevate practice squad players anymore. It's no. not, he ain't that guy. And that's, there's not, he's and, 45 and, years and, old. And that's okay. Like, you know, like, before I would disagree with you, but now I'm like, all right, well, he just needs players around him to to. He just has their players though. Like it, it, that's what's so frustrating. He does, <laughs> but the thing is, it's like I, I look at Mike Evans, like where the fuck's he at? Like he looks like a shell of himself. Chris Godwin, I don't know, he's inconsistent as hell. Then you got Julio Jones, he's just he's Julio is is Julio, right? He's Jones Julio. Then, then they signed Russell Gage, who was supposed to be a big factor for this offense. He was out for a majority of the year. And he's supposed to be that third down chain moving guy. That's why they signed Cole Beasley in, in the year because they needed somebody to move the chains. And we've been talking about this on this podcast for the entire year about how the Bucks struggle to convert. And it's like they keep getting on third downs, third and 10. They have zero chance to convert. They're punting. They might as well just punt on third and 10. I'm dead serious. Yeah. Just punt, <laughs> punt the fucking football. And I can't believe I'm saying about Tom Brady offense, but it's the reality of the situation. They are like literally dead last in third and third downs. You, it, it doesn't make any sense. You're missing Gronk. You're missing a tight end that can, you know, go across the middle consistently, get those, you know, and, and get those first downs, move the chains. They, they, they lack taking deep shots. Like, I don't understand it. You got Mike Evans. You got Tom Brady. Throw it fucking deep. Good things happen when they throw it deep. Yeah, Mike Evans' touchdown didn't count, but good things happened when you threw it deep. They, they scored a touchdown when you threw it deep. Yeah, it was holding, but it still is successful in, in, in its own respect. Like, you, you you can't get away from that. You can't do five-yard dink and dunk passes. Like, that's got to stop. you got to move the ball downfield, and that's what they're missing with Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians' offense was risk it, no biscuit, and they threw the ball down the field. That was Brady's strength. That's what Brady came to Tampa for because he finally had weapons, and he could finally throw the ball the way he wanted to. And, that's, and they were successful. They won the Super Bowl. I know. So it's just like – there's a lot of things, and they can't run the football. I mean, there's a, there's a multiple two of things, but I, I the biggest issue with them is the offensive line. You if you will never be successful without an offensive line. You can't run the football. You can't protect your quarterback. The quarterback's 45 years old. If, if you get him off the spot, chances are he's incomplete. Correct. So it's it's just now you just you decrease your chances of winning the football game when somebody can dictate the spot of your quarterback. Yeah. That's that. That's where they're struggling, and, and and I think that's the biggest problem. I don't see it fixing uh, anytime soon, especially this year. Um, I think I just think they're just in disarray. I I, I don't I don't believe in them um, for the playoffs, and that's that's just where I'm at. I didn't. 
on the uh, on the flip side, what do you think the Niners' ceiling is with Brock Purdy? Because I see everybody now, everybody's all high on him. I don't think that they win a playoff game with Brock Purdy. We live in a bandwagon world. Yeah. Bro. You know what bothers me the most That's about this? If Brock Purdy goes on a playoff run, right? Mm-hmm. If Brock Purdy goes on a playoff run, Jimmy G stinks. But if Brock <laughs> Purdy doesn't go on a playoff run, that doesn't mean that Jimmy G is good. Now, both things can't be true because Kyle Shanahan's record without Jimmy G is trash. With Jimmy G, it's excellent. Mm -hmm. But those same people will argue that Kyle Shanahan's a genius and he can win with anybody until he's got to win with anybody. But then Jimmy G comes in and Jimmy G stinks too. So that's where I'm at with it. Jimmy G, regular, degular, just doesn't get respected for winning. just a guy. Then they say, oh, oh, uh, QB wins aren't a stat. Yes, they are. They are because it, it, it teaches you to manage the game and not make mistakes. Yeah, they, they are a stat. And that's my thing with this Brock Purdy shit. And he has a good, actually, to be honest. But he's played a, a game and a half. He's played a game and a half. So we, we, we'll we see. We'll see. But I don't think that they go on the road anywhere. Oh, no, they'll have a home playoff game because they're going to win. He's the played a game and a half. The first play of the game, the Bucks heat his ass up. They bring the blitz. They fucking smack him. Yep. And that was an, another turning point where – the Bucks get a 12-yard sack, right? Yeah. That, that's 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 momentum, bro. You're on the road. They're at second and 22. They're looking to just, you know, kind of get a couple yards, you know, and punt. Now, they started off that drive with a touchdown because that became a penalty with passing, uh, with, with roughing the passer, which, honestly, the roughing the passer shit is really hurting the game. That's a joke. I think it's a joke. I, I, don't, I don't know where they, where they go from here. I mean, what are guys supposed to do? They're 300 pounds. They're moving at the speed of light. They got helmets on. They got shoulder pads. And you want these guys to completely, like, sack the quarterback in a way where it's, it's it's uh, it, you know, where nobody can get hurt. I mean, it's what do you want them to do? You can't play defense. If you're 300 fucking pounds and you're running a 4-5 and you are running at the quarterback and he tucks it, you, your body weight can't land on them. There's nothing you can do. And, and this is this is a great point. So I was listening to the uh, the Let's Go podcast. It was Tom Brady's podcast. I, I listen to it every week just to talk about his breakdown of the game and what yeah. things went. So I, I heard him say, you know, in relation to the the roughing the you know the roughing the passer penalties, and he said, if the offensive line doesn't block a free defender and the defender comes in and sacks the quarterback and he hits him as hard as he can because he's making a play and he's making he's making a play for the defense, a positive play for their defense. He's going to get flagged if he hits him too hard. But they, see, like now a negative on the offense just became a positive. Yep. Whereas your guy didn't block him. He missed an assignment. Yeah. So now we're going to get penalized because your guy missed an assignment and my guy just happened to kill your quarterback. Like to me, like that was a great point by him. And I, I, I sat there. I was like, man, that's a really good. That's from a quarterback. Too. That's, a, that's, a, that's a quarterback observation. And he, I'm sure Brady would love to get every single call, but he's, he's being objective to the game because he cares about the game. Yep. The, the, the game of football matters to him. So the way to develop the game forward and make it a better game for the future is to, to get rid of these stupid rules because they fucked up. I, I I I I sacked your quarterback, and the reason why you throw a flag on me because you didn't like the way I sacked him. Well, cry me a river. The guy didn't block me. Yep. What do you want me to do? You want me to go half speed and then, and then just tackle him and and then, and then kind of like lightly toss him on the ground? It doesn't work like that. You're playing a, a fucking NFL. You're playing a professional sport. That's where physical. guys are going 
thousands of miles an hour and they're 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 fucking built out there they have testosterone levels at the wazoo they're they're looking to kill somebody man you have pads on it's a violent sport it's what you sign up for so for me it's like i just i hate that it it, it was such a true statement that i sat back and i'm like man the nfl needs to fix that because the game is really going to slip it's going to cost somebody a big time game a championship game a super bowl it's coming it is fucking coming and it's going to ruin the game I'm telling you, we're gonna be like, oh man, if 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 the refs didn't call that, you know, roughing the passer on Joe Burrow, he would be a Super Bowl champion. Yep. And now it's gonna hurt his legacy because he lost the Super Bowl because of a call. But he still lost the Super Bowl, so it's it's always gonna hurt his legacy. I agree. If a scenario came up like that, I'm just saying. But yeah. I, I think it's bullshit. Yeah. I think it's bullshit. Those those penalties needed they 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 need to figure yeah. it the, the one out. on Herbert was a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. What do you want him to do? I know. Like, see, that was a perfect play by the defense. And now you just completely shitted on the defense's, you know, creativity and aggressiveness, and it, it became a negative for them. To me, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. You should get rewarded for making plays like that on defense. Period. That's how I feel it. I, I that's agree. how I feel about it. it. It's it's it doesn't make any sense. It's just like the you know uh, the indefensive receiver, right? Like, what can the defensive guy do? The guy's making a play on the football. The guy catches it two yards ahead of him. Yeah. The only thing I have to do is, okay, I got to get the ball out of his hands. I'm going to hit him as hard as I can so the ball can score, you know, it can come out. But what are you just supposed to do? Brian Dawkins wouldn't survive in the NFL. He would never survive. He, he wouldn't survive. Um, what's his name? Sanders. Uh, on on uh, Bob Sanders. Bob Sanders. He wouldn't survive. Ed Reed. Ed Reed. Troy Palomalo. They were headhunters. Uh, Ray Lewis. Yeah. These guys would never survive in this league. They would probably wouldn't even want to play as long as they did. Yeah. Because the rules are just too cupcake. You, there's nothing they can do. They're yeah. they're, they're fucking 300 pounds going 20 miles an hour into into humans. And you can't you can't expect a human with with equipment on to change his uh, his his, his uh, direction of of hitting a guy. And that quick, yep. it just, it's, it's not, it's not sustainable and it's not feasible. You got to fix the rule. It's going to hurt somebody. Philly Phil, give me something. Now, everybody, we are going to the lions and the Vikings. <laughs> Yo, Dan Campbell is coming. Yo, let them fuck around and make the playoffs, bro. They'll be, they'll be scary. They will do because their offense, be. because they were the only team. If I am, you know, outside of Washington, the lions were the only team to come close to beat the Eagles. Week one, and they were in a shootout because they could win that shootout. type of game. They can. Um, do you think with the with the uh, with the Lions? Do you think they make the playoffs? They have their only path is to win out. That's they have to win out, right? I'm pretty sure they do. Yes. Why? I don't think they hold any tiebreakers. I think in the beginning of the year when they were like one and five or whatever, they got smoked. But look, they're playing awesome. They can win out if you see their schedule. Uh, I'm gonna look at it right now. Let's, it was. I know they played up. the Jets this week. I see the Jets. They're at, they're in New York. I think that's the Jets. a dub. They play Carolina in Carolina. Dub. They play Bears at home. Dub. And they play the Lions. I mean, they play the Packers in Green Bay. That should be a dub because I think it's going to be Jordan Love playing. Yeah. So, I, no, these are definitely winnable games. But, again, it's the Lions. I mean, I, how much trust do I have in them historically Yeah. to pull this off? Do you think that – Jared Goff is their quarterback. I think he should be considered. I think he's had a really good year. I think uh, 
I think Jared Goff can play a little. I bit. think he can play. I think he just needs a right system. I think he's a system quarterback. They're fucking and loaded with talent. With that. They're loaded with talent on There's offense. nothing wrong with being a system quarterback. If you are a system quarterback and you thrive in that system and you're winning football games, you're putting up good stats, you're scoring points, there is nothing wrong with that. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with that. I Alex Smith. Have, you give me a system quarterback that could score 30 points in a blimp, I take that over anybody. Absolutely. Why not? Just play defense and I'll win majority of the games. Yeah. Um, I want to go to the next team because obviously we what both... about you? Do you think do you think Jared Goff should be their quarterback? I do. I think he's fine. I think he's fine. Yeah. I so think you he... don't think the Lions should, should should like test the waters for a quarterback. No, I think they should pay Jared Goff. Um uh give him a three or four year deal. Goff. Wow. I think he should give him a three or four year deal and make him their quarterback and build around. They got something there, dude. I really believe in them. I'm serious. I, I like and I, they got high draft pick this year because the Rams stink. I think and here's the thing with the Lions. If they don't make the postseason, I think this year was a success in general because they established a culture, mm-hmm. a Dan Campbell culture. So now I feel like they're gonna bring in free agents. That fit that culture. They just need some defense. They need defense. They need dogs in that defense. To but make look, turnover. Aiden Hutchinson, great look, building block because he's a beast. That's what I'm saying. But their offense is scary because they can score with anybody at any given day. And now they got Jamison Williamson Williams back. And honestly, they, they don't even have that good wide receivers. They just got decent wide. They got a group of dogs. Like Amon Ra is one of the best receivers in the NFL. I think he's a top 15 statistically. Yes, but like. Who was Amon Rob before Jared Goff? Correct. You know what I mean? Jared so, Goff has been playing great, dude. He's I, been awesome. I mean, I can read, I can yeah. read off the stats right here. He has a 65.3 uh, percentage completion, um, th- uh, 3,352 passing yards, 22 touchdowns, seven picks, a, a quarterback rating of 97.9. I mean, that's really, really That'll good. work. That would work. That would definitely work. And he's got better stats than he did last year. Yeah, last year he had 19 touchdowns and eight interceptions with a 91.5 quarterback rating. So he improved in every statistic. He did, except for his completion percentage. But that's okay. I could sacrifice that. And they're throwing it a lot more now too, because and now and then like with uh, Jamal Williams and stuff like that. Because I mean, he's I think he's top 10 in touchdowns scored or something like that, or top five maybe. If they could get DeAndre Swift back, yeah, to like what he's capable last year, yeah, they're going to be scary because if they're able to run the football throw the football it's just their defense and their there. offensive line is excellent they're, they're good they're 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 a, they're a good offense i can't believe we're saying that about the lions in week in, in week 14 but they are a good offense I they know. really are they could score with the best of them it's just their defense is going to hold them back you know for for a long uh playoff run flip side do you believe that the vikings are the worst 10 and 3 team in history don't do me like this um I don't know the stats on top of my head, but if I go to eye test, I look at them and I say, ain't no way in hell they are a 10 and 3 team. There ain't no way in hell. Ain't no way in hell. There are some games where I'm like, this team is not that good. They're not. Phil, I mean, Nick. I don't think they're the, I, I think. Come on, Nick. Do you think they're a top, a top three team in the NFC? Absol- in the NFC? No way. No shot. I would take the Cowboys over them and I would take the Niners. Uh, no doubt about, about that. And of, course, and of course, I'm taking the Eagles. Well, Eagles, yeah, Eagles of already course. beat them down. And the Cowboys are way better than the Vikings. Uh, I'm sorry, who who did the uh, Cowboys struggle with this week? Oh, I'm sorry. When they played, what was the score? When the Cowboys played the Vikings, they smacked them. Forty. To it happens. They're way better than them, and they beat them in Minnesota. It happens. They beat them. In- 
it, I know it happens. That that's why I'm making a case like the Cowboys are better than the fucking Vikings. Oh my god. Okay, so all right, let's go. Let's go with that narrative. Let's go with that. Okay. That, are the Vikings? That, are the Vikings? That's a, that's are, a good narrative. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm happy to go there. Yeah. Okay. Are the Vikings better than the almighty unbeatable Bills? They went up to Buffalo and beat them. Uh, that's your logic. I mean, look. The, the, yeah. No, no, it was based on the way the game was played. A blowout versus a. I'll a, blow you out. A blowout <laughs> against the Cowboys versus miscues on the Bills are two different things. If you watch that football game, the Bills really fucked up. They fumbled. I've been telling you they blow and look in in uh, close games late. But that doesn't make them a better team. They're not better than the, than than the, than. The, than the Bills. They're just not a better team. I know they beat them, but they beat them in overtime, and I get that. But the Bills made key mistakes down the stretch, and they had a comfortable lead. They let the Vikings back in it, and they squandered a lead. That's that, but I, I would trust the Bills to beat the Vikings on a neutral field. I think the Bills I would take the Bills any day of the week. So would I, but I'm just saying that they're a 10 and 3 team and they're not getting any love. But that's what I'm saying. If I'm going by a neutral field, because that's what I do. I don't go by the homes and the, and the ways. I, I, if I think a, a neutral field and I go on eye test, I look at the Cowboys uh, season and I look at the Viking season. I look at that. I look at that. The body of work. You see, I see the Cowboys are better than the Vikings. Let me tell you this. They are. You see the way the Cowboys demolish them. Yeah. I would bet my house that if they play again in the playoffs, the Vikings win that game. You're going based on. I'm going based on when you humiliate a team like that. That could be true. And, and 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 look, I'm not going to disagree with that because if I recall, the Jets got smoked by New England. This was years ago. Got smoked by New England. Then the Jets came into New England and beat them in divisional round. Remember? Can't wait. Yeah, Mark, yeah. Mark, Mark, Scott, Mark Sanchez. They got their ass blown out. Yeah. That, that, I think it was the butt fumble year. They got blown out that that game. Was on it? Thanks- it was. It was the butt fumble <laughs> year. They 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 got blown out on Thanksgiving. Then they went to New England and they and they beat New England. So I can't disagree with that logic. And and it's it's the history says that could definitely happen. But right now the Cowboys are a much better team than the Vikings. And I I, I just I see it on the eye test. And they just played. They just played each other a couple weeks ago. And they and you saw the result. You saw the result, yeah, Mike. Yeah, Nick. And it was a down game. I, I get it. I know it happens, but. The vi- like, how do you trust Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott, and C.D. Lamb over Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, and Justin Jefferson? Easy, easy, bro. What? I would trust Dak Prescott over Kirk Cousins. I'm not. No, no. I'm saying as a In whole. A I'm game? saying as a whole. I'm saying as a whole. Uh, I'm. Yeah. I'm. T- are you taking C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson? You're going by the wide receiver aspect. Yeah, because Justin Jefferson, I believe, is the best wide receiver in football. And that's great. If He's on sh- pace for two bands. If they shut down Justin Jefferson, you saw what happened to them. What cornerback is shutting down Justin Jefferson? I don't know. Darius he Slay will, did. Darius Slay did. He will bust Trayvon Diggs' ass. And that could be the case. But the, but the Cowboys could also shadow him, put two guys on him, and say, okay, hey, uh, Mr. Phelan, go beat us. Go ahead, Mr. Osborne. Go beat us. Do you oh, trust? Do oh, you trust Thielen or do you trust Noah Brown? Well, I guess they got Gallup. So I mean, but Thielen Gallup Gallup, uh, Gallup has played really well. He has. He has. He's caught on because he's back. He's, he's had a bad game last week. He's he was non-existent. He was non-existent. But the Cowboys also won by a million points. Thielen Gallup or to me are like this. Okay, that's fine. I will take a Gallup over Thielen right now because I feel like Gallup has more juice left in the tank than, yep. than Thielen. Yep. Me personally. I got you. I, I love Thielen. He's a great route runner, but his time is past. 
But in terms of who I trust, I would 100% trust the Cowboys over the Vikings in the playoffs. Fuck no. 1,000%. I've been watching for 27 years. I've been watching for 27 years. You can't trust them. Mike McCarthy isn't in a big spot. You're going by the history. I'm going by this I'm going by right now. The Vikings, I think, are better than the Cowboys. I'm going by um, Micah Parsons in in the playoffs. He would harass Kirk Cousins, just like he did a couple weeks ago when they whooped their ass 40 to 3. Well, I'm not... I'm not no. This is I'm not defending the uh, the Cowboys, but I am going to defend them being a better team than the Vikings, well, be, which I deeply definitely every, agree with. The the Cowboys now need to be careful because the Texans game plan took Michael Parsons out of the game. I didn't even know he played. You need to be careful with that. The Texans, dude, that's a lot the Texans. I, I look is the Texans. They they won, but it was one of those games where you're like. Oh man, we gotta play the Texans. All right, let's go play them. Dak like, got through just, the through the game losing interception, but the problem was is that the Texans stink and they couldn't they do it. Team. That's they got bailed out. I completely agree with you, but I I still think the Cowboys are a better team than the Vikings. I look at the Vikings and they do not do they they're not impressive to me. If you take out if you take out Justin Jefferson, what the fuck you got? But you can't take out. So if you what take you out Ceedee Lamb, the, the Cowboys will be can, even worse. You can take them away because look what the Eagles did. They gave them the blueprint. They stopped Justin Jefferson, and what the fuck did they do? They did nothing, Mike. Nikki, I don't know. <laughs> they did nothing, that. bro. Nick, they gave them the blueprint. They won eight of their next nine. They're nine and zero oh in one score games. That's good football. That is good football. I'm not saying that, but they also, I, I, when I look at them, they're not like the team that, like, I'm like, wow, dude, they they could beat the Eagles. They are that team that. Could well, that's because the Eagles. Eagles are the best team in the league. But you just said the Cowboys are the team that could beat the Eagles. So if the Cowboys are the better team than the Vikings. No, 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 no. Because here's that's the thing. That's my point. If you had, a, if the Vikings had to come on the road and play outdoors in the cold, yeah, they're at a disadvantage. That's like Miami going to Buffalo this week. I meant for the element factor, I, I would give Dallas the edge because Dallas is used to playing in Philly. Dak Prescott, them, they've played there. But I'm saying... Well, the Vikings, they play in a dome. They play in a dome, and that's so what I'm the saying. the elements would, would, would fuck them up too. No, no, that's what I'm saying. That's why I would say like I wouldn't fear them coming to Philly in January. I wouldn't fear the Vikings coming to Philly in January. No, I, neither would I. I would, I, I would welcome that. Dallas, you would. Dallas, I would a little bit simply because I think they're better in the elements. But I think that those teams are fairly similar. I think Dallas is a better football team than the Minnesota Vikings. I think the Minnesota Vikings are the fourth best team in the NFC. Right now, they are. And Even at that, though, you're acting like that, that that's bad. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's a bad thing. And that's what I'm saying. I don't think they're a top three team. But when you're 10-3... and three, you should be a top three team. I believe they are. I believe they're the third best. That's what you believe, and that's okay. Yeah. I'm here to argue that they're not. I don't see anything that just impresses me with this team. I just don't. They just lost to 11 by 11 points to the Lions. You just told me the Lions were good. But you were 10-2. and two. How the fuck are you 10-2 and two and you're you're underdog against a 5-17 and 17 on the road? That's just Vegas playing, bro. And, and they were right. And But they're certain. And they were right. So, so you... So, that's what, I, what I'm saying is... If you are 10 and 2, ain't no way in hell you should be an underdog. So bro. you're confused how a 10 and 2 team loses to a 5 and 7 win team, but you're not confused that a 9 and 3 team almost gets beat by a 1 and 10 team. Um no, because that 1 and 10 team because again, it's one of those games where you're like fuck, we got to play the Texans. All right, let's just go beat their ass and let's just get out of here. Like I don't think like if it was any other opponent where it was a, a predominant opponent like the Eagles, I think the Cowboys would have be up I think they would be up for that game more than they did against the Texans. Personally, I do. The Vikings play the Colts this week. They're going to win. So, if the Cowboys Oh, stop it. Stop it. 
So if the Cowboys lose to the Jaguars, are you concerned? Are they still the third best team in the NFC? If they lose to the uh, the Jaguars? Yeah. I mean, the Jaguars are a much more formidable opponent than the Colts. Oh, so who's a more formidable opponent than, than the Colts? The Lions, right? You would say that, right? I could say that, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, You should say that. Yeah, no, I will say that. The okay. Texans are the worst team in the, in the league. I know. I'm, I, I know. That's and, what I'm and, saying. And, it's concerning because the Cowboys can lay an egg at any time. That's fine. And they did, but they won. I, I know. I know. That's Luckily. But I, I also feel like the Vikings kind of lay eggs and they just kind of just squeak they, by. They, they just squeak by. They just fucking squeak by. I, I don't know what they do. Like the Jets game, they won by five. They get smoked by Dallas. They got lucky against the Patriots. You know it and I know oh, it. They got lucky see what them. I mean? They're lucky against Buffalo. They're lucky against the Patriots. Everything is surrounded by luck. Mike, Why not? Are they just got well good they teams? Got lucky, bro. You know damn well we got they got they got fucking hosed. They that they, was a touchdown on no, Hunter Henry. They beat that's Miz. A touchdown. It was a touchdown. I agree. That is bullshit. But, they got robbed. So I'll go back to that. Then they got blown out by Dallas. Then they got they miraculously beat the Bills. That was a miracle. Now it's a miracle. It's a, a First it was luck. Now it's a miracle. The ball bounced their way. It did. Let's just call it what it is. They the ball bounced their way. Okay, hear me out. Then they beat the Commanders by three. Okay, Mr. Passion, you love them. They're 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 a playoff team, that, seven think, five think, and one. I think that was his only loss too, right? Yes, Mr. Passion. And they were winning by ten, and they came back and won. Yes, they did. They, they came back and won, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. They beat the Cardinals by eight. Okay, they beat the Dolphins. That was a good win for them. And I'll I'll say that. That's where I was like, okay, they got my attention. But then I started watching them, and I'm like, ten and two. Mm -hmm. I I just don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. You gotta put your glasses on. Maybe, maybe. But like, I'm looking at the body of work, right? Mm -hmm. They they crushed the Packers week one. Regular. They, they got smoked by the Eagles. And why they get smoked by the Eagles? Because Justin Jefferson couldn't do shit. And that's going to be the same blueprint that every team in the playoff is going to have. Shut down Jeff, uh, Jefferson and let Dalvin Cook run on us because I don't think he can. And Dalvin Cook slipped off. Correct. He did. Correct. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You take out Jefferson. The Vikings are very one-dimensional, bro. They really are. You 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 gonna trust Osborne and Thielen to beat you with Kirk Cousins slinging the rock? I'm not buying that. Nick, One, they're ten and three, bit. Nick. They're ten and three, but they're not impressive, Mike. And that's my argument. They're 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 not an impressive team. They beat the Saints by three. You think the Saints are garbage, right? Which they are. The Saints are garbage. They beat them by three. Uh huh. Is that a bad is that a bad win? I mean, they won. That's my thing with the Cowboys. They won. Right? They won. We will see. Your day's you coming. You made my point. Thank you. I but, love you. But you told me the Saints defense Thank was you. you told me the Saints defense was for real. I think the Saints are their quarterback away. So old Kirk Cousins pulled it out, huh? I mean, yeah, I, yeah, he did. Uh, but the uh, thank stuck. you. But the Saints think. No, that's what you told me. You You've told, been but, but you told me they were excellent and just a quarterback think, away. And I Dennis think, Allen's the goat. I think the Saints have a good, formidable team. I just think they're missing a quarterback. That's all. Anyways, I just think that the Vikings are the fourth best team. I think Dallas is second, and I think the Niners are third. And I I, I believe that because I think. The I, I trust Dallas's offense over the Niners right now because of the quarterback. I, I know Brock Purdy, it's cool, it's it's Mr. Irrelevant story, the narrative. I get that. But I <laughs> Dak Prescott got a hundred and something million dollars for a reason. He's a good quarterback. I, I agree with that. So I mean, Kirk Cousins got all that guarantee. So to money. put a Brock Purdy over a Brock Purdy led team over a Dallas, I mean a Dak Prescott with a good defense is foolish. 
to me. Yeah. It's foolish. And I think that that I think the Cowboys had the best chance to beat the Eagles. It's not going to happen, but they had the best chance. That's why I think they are better than the Vikings. Nobody, nobody fears the Vikings, bro. Nobody. I can guarantee you that. Big mistake. I can guarantee fear you Fear them because they're a good team. You can fear them all you want. You think they're going to championship game? It depends who they draw. And they're, they're a divisional bounce out. Depends, dude. I, like I said, if they – well, no, who they're going to play either – no, because they're going to play the fucking the Seahawks or the Giants. The Seahawks could beat them. What? You don't think that. The Vikings are better than the fucking Seahawks, dude. Are you say, crazy? I didn't say they were not better. No, the Vikings can. I, the, the Seahawks cannot beat the Vikings. But the Seahawks would have a chance to beat them. Yes, no. they would. No, they're crazy. You're wrong, bro. You're anyway, wrong. we'll move on from that topic because yeah. it, it, it's going to come down the pipeline because the playoffs are creeping up. They're bro. creeping up, and, and I'm coming. I can't wait. We're going to come bro. back to this, and I'm going to laugh my I, ass I'm off. I'm going to laugh my ass off when the fucking Vikings are a first round exit because uh, you know it's coming. We'll and I know it, dude. We'll you know, I'm, well, I'm going to have COVID or the flu if that happens. So <laughs> I'm not. I won't be here. Nick, give me some. I mean, Phil, give me something to uh, transition <laughs> to <laughs> the Rams and the I like Raiders. That. I like that. The Echo Raiders fall again, 17 <laughs> to 16, to the new up and coming quarterback in the NFL, the Bake Show, Baker fucking Mayfield. I finally have been I able to say it. Keep a straight face, bro. It's been so long, and it he has. finally delivered for me. It has. It has. No. Um, that performance by the Raiders is embarrassing. Um, yeah, it's another blown lead. It's another blown lead where they completely. What just... went wrong? <laughs> Uh, the lack of playmaking down the stretch. You know, you're up 16-3. You need a first round to ice the game, and you failed to do so. You couldn't get one yard, right? You're at 31, and you get stuffed. And that's where good teams show that they're a good team. They, they're able to convert that third and one, ice the game, take a knee, and, and it's over. But they're a bad team. They can't convert on them. On, on third and ones. They are punting the football away and giving the team more chances to come back and win the football game. And that's exactly what happened. When you when, when you leave bad teams into the fight, they're going to – like, there is chances they could find a way to win that game. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. I'm not saying the Raiders were a good team, but the Rams were in disarray. It was 16-3. They were in disarray. They were completely ready for a uh, complete rebuild, high draft picks, whatever they were trying to do. <laughs> the Raiders really some shit. <laughs> The Raiders, the Raiders are terrible. And, you, and it's just, I, I, the, the, the talent is there. I Nick, just, do you think that McDaniel should be fired after the season? I do, bro. He listen to this. He started six and zero with Denver. Went on their bye week, then lost eight of ten. Okay. Since that moment, as a head coach, he's seven and twenty-four. I don't know what to say about that. Josh McShit. Josh McDog shit is his name. Because something's off, dude. This team, the fall that they had from last year, and this year there's been no drama, no turmoil, no racist no, head coach. No, no, no. No, right. no manslaughter. There's been no distractions. I, I agree. And to implode like this, when you have these leads, it's just he doesn't deserve to be a head coach. He needs to go back to Bill Belichick and help Mac Jones because that's a whole different story. Because Mac Jones is in hell with that with that squad, um, but yeah, for me it's over for the Raiders, dude. Josh McDaniels is a failure. The experiment's over. So, out of their one, two, three, four, 
five, six losses, right? Mm-hmm. I'm discrediting the, the, the Saints game. The Saints, they, they blew them out 24-0, right? Yep. And those six losses, do you know the point differential? No. 27 points. 27 points. That's insane. You lost six games by 27 points total. They're they're not far. Oh, they far. No, they're not a far. They're not far off. They f- no, far. No, they're not far off, Mike. I'm telling you, they're not far off. They are a couple pieces away from being legit contenders. They need. No, they're a head coach away from being legit contenders. Maybe that's that's. <laughs> it's a good. It's a good argument. I'm not going to make the case. What I am saying is, I think they should keep McDaniel's. I think they should bring in more defensive players and say, all right, look, we got you defensive pieces. You had the offensive pieces. Go do your thing. You have everything. We gave 21. you 21. And you do something <laughs> for me. <laughs> so, yo, 27 points in fucking six losses. They're close. I don't care what anybody says they're close. They're a close team. Uh-huh. That's that, that's a, that's an average. They're of, about as close Mike, to being lose. good as we are of, bro. of, of finding life on Mars. Bro, that's fucking crazy, bro. They lost by an average of under four points a game. That's that's they're close. They're close. I know, bro. They are, and, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. They just need defensive help. We're approaching Mars, and and you can make a case they they need a, 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 a new head coach. And I I I can't disagree. I don't have a leg to stand on. But what I'm saying is the offensive genius, another year in the system, I feel like his players can buy in a little bit more. I don't think his players have, like, no players, to my knowledge, have came out and said, oh, McDaniels this, McDaniels that. I feel like they love them. I'm with you. I actually they I actually, actually do agree there, oddly enough. They actually like them. Like, I, I, I every every report that I read, Josh Jacobs, they say they, they always defend uh, McDaniels. It's not him. It's us. we got to execute, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not him. They actually have his back. They support him. So my, I'm looking at this. I'm saying, okay, you get a couple of pieces on defense, you know, some edge rushers, some linebackers, definitely corners and safety. We could patch those, you know, those little holes up. We could be locked and loaded for next year because we had the offense. You get Renfro back involved, He, I, which I that's the biggest mystery. I don't understand it. I, I, I am just going to just leave that be yeah. and just see what happens with that because it just doesn't make any sense how a Pro Bowl wide receiver is completely non-existent this year, especially with Devontae Adams. But that's a whole different ball game. They say suffered injuries. Uh, Waller, you know, he, he hasn't been healthy all year. Yeah. So I feel like if they can get pieces and, and, and keep them intact, they will be okay. They're not far. They're not far. They're not. It seems like that because they've been blowing a lot of leads, but they're not far off from being real contenders in the NFL. Man, you you can't let it go, bro. I'm not gonna let it go. Man, the, you, the, you can't let it go, yo, bro. Twenty seven points and 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 six losses. You're close, bro. Okay, you are. <laughs> you can laugh all you want, bro. You're close. You're a close team. You're Echo Raiders, bro. Oh, You're ride or die here, bro. Shut, speaking of ride or die, the Bake Show. Yeah, you're ride and die with him, bro. Bake Show put foots in your ass on that beautiful Thursday night. Impressive. We watched it together. It was great. No, that was. Uh, cool. What do you think? For I was happy as hell for him because of all the shit he went through. Um, I think he showed that he can play in this league. I don't think he's a backup yet. But what do you think about his future? Like, would you, if you're Baker Mayfield, do you stay in LA? And I think Matt Stafford has maybe a year left. If not, he's done. Because I, I think some injuries and shit like that. Or would you go start for a future team? Because if I'm Baker Mayfield, I'm staying put. I'm staying in LA because he can he can run McVay's system. I'm staying in LA 
if Stafford gets hurt next year, you have an opportunity, right? Yep. Because there's no guarantee he's going to stay healthy. Correct. So there's an opportunity there. And I don't think – I think Baker would be the number two quarterback by that time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I I think you agree with that, correct? I don't sure. think it would be Wolford or Perkins or whatever. I think it would be Baker. So I think the situation is good for him. And I think McVay is good for him. Me too. Like, I feel like McVay is a player's coach where, like, he lets you be you in a sense. You know, Baker's kind of an uh, – He's kind of like an open guy. I don't give a fuck. He's just him. He's I love himself. Him. Love him. And I think that's like, it's hard to respect that. You know what I mean? Like as, as an older head coach, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're always by the book. But now that like the new school kids with, you know, McVay and him being a player's coach, I feel like Baker would work out really well with them. So if I was Baker, I would probably stay put. I think he is staying put and, too. And I, I think that's, even if he was a backup, it's not a detriment because I feel like an opportunity is going to come. And I don't want Baker to take the wrong opportunity with a bad team because if he goes to a bad team like he did this year, you know, with Carolina, and he did the same thing, same performance, the team sucks, you know, another another head coach gets fired under Baker, he he'd be done. Yeah, his career would be over with, and yeah. he would be a complete backup for the rest of his career. Whereas I feel like L.A. can kind of revitalize his career in 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 a weird way, not maybe not this year, but maybe next year, some point. If, I mean, if Stafford gets hurt. I mean, look, I'm not saying he's Steve Young, but Steve Young was trash with the Bucs, and then he went to the Niners and blew up. Yeah, that's, so that's, it has happened before. It has happened. Yeah. And history, I mean, look, it's very rare, but history has shown it is possible. Yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for the guy. I, I am. I, I don't want to come here and shit on him. Yeah. That's just not who I'm I am. I'm trying to get I, his jersey. I, I objectively watched the games, but when he was in Carolina, he didn't, he didn't belong in the league, Mike. He was awful. He didn't belong in the league. But look, he had Matt Rule, who's terrible, and that's evident because Steve Wilkes has turned the team around. And that's the race. completely fair. And Baker Mayfield, you know what? Shout out to him because he had 48 hours to come up and, and study the playbook and play a football game. So that's – he had no time. And he still went in there, completed 22 of 35, 230 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. He got sacked four times, so he was been hit. Um, so I, I feel like he played pretty, pretty good for somebody who didn't even have much time to prepare. Yeah, it's crazy. A 98 yard game winning drive. And that was two days later. Yeah. I mean, that's just, and then the throw to uh, Van Jefferson was a dime. Yeah. And, and then again, it's just boneheaded plays by the Raiders. You know what I mean? They, get to, dumb shit. they got a pick. To, he to said it game. too. He said too. He said, I was, I was a little confused that they were in press coverage on fourth on, uh, uh, third down or with 15 seconds. Yes, left. yes, yes. He said I was a little confused by that. So single, single high coverage. It, it, what are you doing? If my guy gets around you and he gets one step, I'm throwing it there. And that's exactly what happened. And he threw a dime. Yeah. Threw it right in the front basket. To you can't, you can't I, I can't say anything about it. He, it was a great pass. It's like it, it's amazing what he did um with the the Rams. I mean, if you look at the last four games against, you know, when he was with Carolina, he didn't throw any of that, what he did against the Raiders, 196, 155, 215, 197. And 48 hours with the Rams, he threw 230 yards. Yeah. And, and it's Wait, were you reading Baker's stats or were you reading Josh Allen's last six games? Oh, no, I was reading Baker's stats. Oh, okay. Right, that's that's legitimately Baker's stats. Oh, I yeah. know. He was terrible. Oh, he yeah. was. There's no defending him in Carolina. I no. had to throw that dig in there, but there was no defending him in Carolina. I didn't say a word when he was in Carolina. Well, Josh Allen is struggling in that, and that is a fucking fact. It's concerning. It is concerning because I have him on my fantasy team, and he's supposed to be that guy to carry <laughs> me, and I'm a little I'm a little nervous about it. All right, guys. Last segment for the night. We are introducing something new called Would You Rather. Let's mm. see, let's see how this could go. Yeah. First one. Uh, sorry to Kyler Murray. 
that was awful last night. That sucks, man. Torn ACL. He's out for a minute. And uh, the type of quarterback that Kyler Murray is, not good for him moving forward. Yeah, I just because he, he's not a drop back and pick you apart for thirty five. He's going to be out game. for next year too. If he comes back at Thanksgiving, I mean, he's going to be he's going to be out for two years. You look, you're looking at Deshaun Watson. Exactly, it's the same with, thing. Seven hundred days away without the uh, allegations. Correct. Um, would you take, assuming Kyler's healthy, that didn't happen last night? Would you take on Russell Wilson's contract or would you take on Kyler's? You're going to call me crazy for this. I would take Russ's contract. Wow. I am shocked at that. Go ahead. And I'll give you my reason, but go ahead. You can go for it. I would take Kyler's contract. Okay. Because I genuinely believe that Russ is cooked. Okay. That's fine. And I, I'm not a Kyler Murray fan. I think Kyler Murray's mid, but I still believe that there's more juice in Kyler than there is in Russ. And a mega pause to that. See, I, I, I kind of, and, and I see your point, right? I do. I get it. You say he has more, a little bit more juice. You're saying more in the tank. Yep. Whereas I feel like when I watch Kyler Murray, I feel like I already saw his ceiling. Absolutely. I, I, I know what I'm getting. And with Russ in Denver, did I hit, did I see his ceiling yet? Oh yeah. You saw his ceiling, right? Absolutely. I mean, I don't, he, if he, if he ever had a ceiling and, 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 and this is where I will defend Russ. If, I feel like it's fixable if they can get a head coach, a better head coach. Only one head coach could fix Russell Wilson. Pete Carroll? No. Sean Payton. Maybe. Is the only head coach that they could bring in and you would immediately see him at least improve. But I genuinely think that it's over for Russell Wilson. He and doesn't have his legs fair. anymore. That, that, that could be true. But I don't think we saw Russ's ceiling in Denver. I just, I, I, I can't, I can't, there's no way. I, I, I don't think we saw his ceiling. So I'm going to give him another year in the system, get acclimated to the, the area, the team, build camaraderie with teammates, you know, and then see where, where they end up. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like it's been a bad year. I feel like they're not on the same pages. You were telling me a couple of weeks ago, Russell Wilson was using, um, you know, Seattle's old plays and for audibles. The audibles at the line of so scrimmage. I, and it's just like things like that, miscommunications. Like, I feel like they could be fixable. And knowing Kyler Murray's ceiling, based on what I saw on my eye test, I will lean towards Russ because I feel like that team can win a Super Bowl if they had com uh, a, a competent offense. If they just fix a little bit of that offense and get a little bit better on offense and Russ is – you know, not what he used to be, but what he can be, I feel like that can be fixable. So I'm going to go with Russell on that one. All right. Next up, would you rather have, for the next five years, Andy Reid or Bill Belichick? Andy Reid. Wow. Shocked me twice in a row. I would also choose Andy Reid because Andy Reid's a better coach than Bill Belichick. I disagree with that, but I will say Andy Reid is a more modern coach versus Bill Belichick. Like, I feel like Andy Reid is more creative, yep. whereas Bill Belichick is more of an old-school style of coach. Yeah, Run the football, play good defense. Andy Reid gets creative He because he, he does tricks on offense. Like, I feel like he's more to the modern era of football. My issue with Bill Belichick is, is ego. And to be honest, bro, without Tom Brady, he's never done anything. I mean, he didn't Max do Jones, anything Max in Jones Cleveland to play also with him. He did. That's impressive. But Josh McDaniels was there as, a, as he's the best offensive coordinator. I believe when he's an offensive coordinator, I agree with that. But you here's the thing. Matt Jones this year for all intents and purposes, he's playing okay with what he has. Like I agree. He has Matt Patricia, Nelson Aguilar, Devonte Parker,
Mac Jones is he's good. Like he's got Joe Judge and Matt Patricia calling the offensive. Yeah, like it's I mean, a joke. That's, that's and Bill Belichick fair. is setting him up to fail. And I, I agree. it's not right. I agree with you. But I think it's Andy Reid, and I do believe that overall Andy Reid's the better coach, but he'll never get the recognition because of Tom because Bill Belichick had Tom Brady. That's I, how I feel. I agree. And I think Mac Jones is on his last leg in New England. Yeah. I think he's I think New England's gonna get a quarterback. We'll see. We'll see. Running style. Dak Prescott or Jalen Hurts to okay. lead your fast to lead your franchise moving forward. Jalen Hurts. I think he's a higher ceiling right now. I um I also believe Jalen Hurts. I believe he's a better decision maker. I believe that they are similar throwers, and I believe that Jalen Hurts has more running ability. I agree. So, I think Dak has a, a you know a few injuries where I'm like ah you know I'd yeah. rather take the healthier quarterback. Same you know similar skill set, but I think Hurts can 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 run better. And I think passing wise, you could probably lean towards Dak. But if you took Jalen Hurts on the passing, I'm not mad about it because he's been excellent this year. And Jalen Hurts though, he just and it comes. I said it decision making. Yeah, absolutely. He's a I'll better decision maker because Dak still oh, does some picks. dumb shit. Three picks. That's yeah, it. Yeah. The proof is right there. Yeah, that proof is in the pudding. All right. And then our last one before we get out of here, Jared Goff or Derek Carr moving forward. I'm a Raider man. Put 16 on my chest. I'm a Raider, bro. I, but I'll go. I'm going to go Derek Carr future. Yeah, moving forward. Like if you had a like next year. Yeah, moving forward. I, I, I'll go with Derek Carr, but you could definitely make a uh, case for Jared Goff. Yeah. I, so this was my favorite one actually, and I feel like if I say Jared Goff, I'm getting caught up in the moment. But Jared Goff has been to a Super Bowl. Jared Goff was in that 50 point shootout with Patrick Mahomes, going one for one for one with him, and he turned around the Lions. Like not that he turned them around, but the Lions are respectable this year. Mm -hmm. They are. And I just feel like Jared Goff has accomplished more than Derek Carr. I feel like Derek Carr has, for the large part, underachieved. Like, he's had a few good years. But, again, it's hard because it's the Raiders. Like, that organization just sucks. Yeah. So, like, I never feel like he got his full potential. Like, I feel like if Derek Carr had Sean McVay, he would blow up. So, it's coaching with you. For me, it's coaching. But I, I just – I would still – I think right now, moving forward, I think Jared Goff is just – I think he's a little bit better. Yeah, I, I I mean, the Super Bowl aspect appearance. Like he's I, been I to a that. Super Bowl, and look, the defense won that. The the defense kept him in that Super Bowl because he played bad. Yeah, he did. He was terrible. But again, it's his first Super Bowl, and you're playing against Tom Brady, so give him a little. But bit. he made it there. He's been there. That's tough. It's I know. not easy. Aaron Rodgers hasn't done it in 11 years. I know. He's mid. So it's 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 tough. It's I know. Not easy. So yeah, I, I I could see I could see. Yeah. Jared so Goff. I'm I'm rolling Goth. All right, guys, thank you for hanging out with us. That concludes episode 127. I'm going to pass it off to Theories, and we will see you guys next episode. Thursday, baby. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys this Thursday at P&I, baby.